Jesus loves him, but the rest of us think he's a putz. It's the Drew Marshall Show. This isn't a... I, didn't I ask for a Jewish song? Turn my mic on. This is a Jewish song written by a Jewish guy, Mel Torme. Figure it out. Really? Did you know that, Tim? Um, yeah, you yeah. know, but I'm going with that. It's, it was. Thanks, and, and white And White Christmas, the most famous Christmas uh, tune of all time, written by another Hebrew, Irving Berlin, celebrating the birth of, you know, the Hebrew of all time, J.C. Yo! J.C. and the Hizzle. I got a con- You're going to induce me because I got a confession. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's our last hour of our last show of this year. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not ever. <laughs> Could there's, be. A lot of, there's a lot of pressure Could on me. Be. That's really funny. <sighs> a, turning into a regular on our show. Oh, yeah, once a year. Howard Humble Glassman, Toronto radio personality and reluctant Jew, as we like to call him. I'm because, not reluctant. I because just... then you, you then it fits in with our theme. Oh, I see, right. I have to be part of the you theme. you got to have something there. Legendary team of Humble and Fred have been part of the Toronto radio scene since eight, eight, 1899. 1899, they that's right. We predate, <laughs> we predate the invention yeah. of the radio, Drew. Yeah, is he loud again? He's louder Mark, than no, me. No, I'm not. Tony I don't, you know, the thing is, I'm not louder than you. Turn I just, him by down. The way, I just tweeted that when I was going to be on the show here. I called you the king of uh, God talk. The king of God talk. I so, like thanks for having me. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody. Tim, great seeing you. What is the Good matter? You don't like where my... I don't know. You just sound different. It's, it's the gold circle. People aren't normally this loud. You just don't like the show. fact that uh, you got someone in the room here who's just... Two whatever. words for you. Two words to start off the interview. You ready? I was going to confess something. Two words. Ahead. Fine. Meow, meow. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Drew. I, this isn't the place for that story. No, can't do that story? Did you hear that? Where were you? How did you hear that story? <laughs> I like that uh, sweater on you. That's quite How did nice. you hear that story? Did you didn't listen to the show? Did you makes didn't your, listen it makes your show, shoulders look broader. I have broad shoulders. No, you don't. Uh, he's what do you mean? No, I don't. Uh, by any, by any assessment, <laughs> I have broad shoulders. Okay, so here's my confession. Our, hey, our microphones can't handle it. We here's need to give them an SM58. Yeah. I, I realize there are people in the world like you and Tim and Alex, your intern, that really only want the best for others. And I realized today, as I, or actually last night, as I drove by, the guy in my neighborhood who's just gone crazy with lights, decorating his place. It's not just lights; it's it's lights, and there's a toy uh, train that goes through his yard, and there's a Santa's house, and people. St- all people do is, and whenever I drive by, there are people there just looking, kids smiling in the season, and all I can think is, "Quit trying so hard." <laughs> and then I realize. Every time I drive by it, I say something negative to myself, and I realize yeah. that he he probably has it right because he right. all he's doing is spreading joy, spreading while joy. I spread nothing. Yes, no, well, yeah, yeah. maybe, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I. But don't, why, what is why is that, Drew? Why can't I just be one of those people like Tim and just see things as oh, isn't that great? Good job, neighborhood. I is it uh, is it genetics or is I it don't know. is it environment? Is it? Uh, I, mean, I think I'm just a horrible person. But were you always? What were you like as a kid? Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I was horrible. Were you really? No, and you I weren't. Spawned a ser- my my offspring. Are horrible. they horrible? Your, your oh, children yes. are horrible. Well, the older one's nice. Oh, okay. She got more of her mother's side. Yeah. The younger <laughs> one. I'm serious. I have two daughters, as you guys may or not, may not know. One of them is just sweet and kind. What are they? What are they? Jezebel and the the older one is sweet and kind. Don't get in the don't get in the way of the rhythm. The older <laughs> one is sweet and kind and only wants the best for the world. And the younger one, I guarantee, is trying to kill me in my sleep. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. The, the younger one, I gave the other. You know, I don't know if you guys are both fathers, but when I was a kid, you know, I'm a little bit older than you. But you know, you'd ask your dad for like, have a fifty cents, go in the movie, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. My youngest daughter, unless her entry level, it's like a, a poker game, 20 bucks, yeah. right? Yeah. The other day, I didn't have like a five and a 10. <laughs> and here's what she said. I sh- she goes, Daddy, I need someone. I'm going downtown. I said, okay. Because, you know, she goes to school downtown. Yeah. I go, honey, I've just, I, I got five and a 10. I got 15 bucks. <laughs> Quote. She goes, what am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> no. I had a bunch of, I, I gave her a list of things she could okay. do with it. All right. It's my turn. Yeah. I got a daughter. She's 23. She's not living in the house anymore. It's going to help our relationship. Sends me a text. Hey, what's our Netflix password? She's living somewhere else. What's our Netflix password? And I said, why would you need that? 
And she right away, never mind. You know, I know what I know how it sounds. It just says never mind, but I know what's yeah. behind it. Never mind. And then I wait a little bit later. Here comes a text. You know, all you had to do was give me the pat. You know, it's not a lot of money. It's I don't understand why you have to. This would speak volumes of our. You know, if you could just do. My text back was basically, you know, um, enjoy the $100 I just gave you for your birthday and the money I'm going to give you for Christmas that's yeah, coming up, uh, exactly. which would really cover Netflix. And well, the no is snarky, snarky. And then, and then it's, oh, one is a gift, one's expectations. Well, expectations. I have a similar story, except um, about six months ago before I got my own Netflix, I actually sent a text to my daughter going, yeah, can I borrow you? No. <laughs> Can I borrow you Netflix password? Okay, you know what? This is good. this is where it does come around so, because I've done yeah. the same thing. I snapped on my daughter this week too. Did How you? old is oh, yours now? Time. She's sixteen now. Yeah, the older yeah. one. Is she the youngest? She's the oldest. Yeah. yeah, completely really? snapped on her too. Well, this is our special Christmas segment, yeah. segment why, where we bother our daughter other than the fact that about our, hang with our you kids. Listen, give everyone an update on the show. Are you still doing okay there, uh, uh, Howard? Are you still? Look the way you did that. You're still doing okay yeah. there, little buddy. <laughs> Has the tuberculosis got you? <laughs> Has the TB taken? Are, are you? How's your wheezing? Are you doing all right? Do you have the consumption? Are you are you are you on the are you on the ra- the radio waves? Uh, we're on Sirius XM every uh, morning seven to nine live, as you well know, Drew. Yeah. And then we're ten to noon. They they redo the show for the West Coast. Things have never been more fun. We we're on fire. We're doing funny shows. We're doing insightful shows. We're changing lives. We're really becoming um, like the. Uh, we're almost ministering, as I like oh, to call it, ministering it. to uh, uh, people. It. How are you doing over here, Drew? Well, give me, give me some, uh, drop some names. Give me some guests you've had on recently, because you've uh, had some big names. Well, listen, it can't compare to this. Show. You've had some big names. That's got to be Drew. I always have this theory about Drew Marshall. Uh, you go to his website. I'm thinking he's got to have something on all these people. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> Ka- I know Kathy Lee was just on. She's like, oh my god, Drew's called. Okay, I'll take the call. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, Peter Mansbridge. Uh, yes, we had Peter Cetera. Uh, Peter Cetera. Yeah, uh, we had. There was a real string there. We had. Uh, Next time uh, I fall in love. Hang on a second. Someone get the jaws of life. <laughs> we had Don Cherry on. We'd had him on before. It was the first time we've had him on in this format, similar to your show, where you know we don't play music. Uh, right. We don't break for songs. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah. You guys play music. Yeah. Uh, and Don was on for like 45 minutes. We had Mansbridge on for like an hour 20. That's nice. Uh, we had the uh, former mayor of Toronto. Uh, a Who, couple Rob? Of, Robbie. But we had him on for an hour. And it was interesting because so I was looking into his eyes and he's really lucid. You know when you look in, when, you, know, you know, don't do it with me because obviously I've got some obviously impulse issues. But uh, <laughs> but he looked great. And then the and sad announcement that two weeks after uh, he was with us, he yeah. was diagnosed yeah. again. His cancer had come mm-hmm. back. But that was pretty good. That was an br- interesting interview. Hour, an hour long with this guy, and he said, you can ask me anything you want. That's, see, that we pitched uh, an interview with him as well um, because I wanted, you know, there's a couple times where I've heard him say in the news reports, you know, the good Lord, or we're praying for the, nah, nah, nah. and, I, you know, I just want to know, listen, when you, when you get uh, the cancer call, uh, do, you, do you get more serious about the God stuff, or is, it, or is that just a, trying to be, is that a colloquialism that you're doing? Uh, you know, what's you going on? You might have been getting a Grammy. Yeah, he might have been thanking his Lord and Savior. You know, Jesus there's Christ. a great saying, there's no atheists in the foxhole, you know. Yep. And uh, I think sometimes maybe people, you know, when they get uh, a bad diagnosis or something cataclysmic happens. Yeah. Uh, there's a great, there's a comedian that I really love. His name is Anthony Jeselnik. Do you know him? No. It's really funny. Right. And he has a great bit. I'm, I won't do it, uh, but just paraphrasing okay. that when any time a disaster happens, you know, like whether it's a... You know, uh, like a thing in in France, you know, the people get killed or a uh, some mass shooting. You know, Facebook and Twitter are full of people going, our thoughts and prayers yeah, yeah. are with you. That's what I'm saying. And what he says, what they're really doing is, don't forget about me. Uh, I'm out here, too. I mean, yes, 149 people died, but I, I, I'm here. Don't, don't forget about me. Because really, oh, you know, man. if I go on Facebook, if something happened in your life, Say Drew or Tim, and uh, we're friends. And I, I heard about it. And I would call you personally and say, "Hey, man, I'm really sorry." But would you say our thoughts, my thoughts, and personal? No, but my point is, I would do it I, I, because I have a personal connection with you. When something happens in the world that's horrible like that, I don't feel any compunction or compulsion to make a statement that I, Howard Glassman, I'm putting my thoughts and prayers. To, I'm putting on my prayer hat. I'm putting on my prayer beanie for you. Speaking of prayer beanies, do you wear any Jewish stuff? Well. <laughs> <laughs> 
The last time. <laughs> At birth, they took it from me. Oh, I see. <laughs> Tim got that right away. Right away. These are laughing right away. I'm like, that's brilliant. <clears throat> I love how Tim just laughed at the error, just in that question. He actually turned away. Do you, do you I get? Don't, in, no, I, I no, I don't. No, okay. Do you get in trouble anymore because you're you're on serious and you can say whatever you want? Like, do you get in trouble? Yeah. Do you really? Not the way we used to on terrestrial radio. I mean, I, I don't. We get in trouble in that there are, and it just happened a couple weeks ago. There are things that our audience, and it's funny. There's it's it's not quite like Stern, but. There's a, th- a great famous saying about Howard Stern. People that uh, like him, listen to him. But people that hate him, listen, listen to longer. Him, listen longer. I-, I saw that in the movie. I just saw yeah, that. And it's true with uh, us as well. There's a, somebody that, here's, here's how we get in trouble. People who don't like some of the stuff we do, can't, they, go, they, they go out of their way to tell us all the time. And, and we've had a few things recently where we you know, maybe cross the line. And so, yeah, we get in trouble because it doesn't resonate with the audience but or certain members of the But isn't that audience. the whole point of your show is to cross the line? I don't know if that's the point of it. I mean, the point of the show is to have an interesting conversation with people. But it's about not holding back. It's with, about yeah. saying what, what needs to be said. You know, the other day, we were somebody, we got into the eye. We started talking about how not there's... That I, a, not that I want you to share any examples of No, my show. but I can give you a, a mild example. <laughs> okay. But they were talking about how there's all these, uh, you know, Christmas carols. Nat King Cole does uh, that song you were playing, Chestnut. And then someone was saying, you know, remember there used to be a bunch of things where Nat King Cole did a duet with his... Or daughter, she, daughter yeah. uh, Natalie Cole did yeah. it with her father posthumously. Yeah, posthumously. We were talking about that earlier in the show. Yeah, and I said, you know, and, you know, and then there was a couple of examples, and I go, and then of course Beyonce and her daughter, <laughs> and, uh, oh, wow. which is a horrible thing because uh, her daughter died, and then Beyonce died. So the two no, of no, could do, no, Beyonce, no, not Beyonce. No, I'm sorry, about, uh, Whitney Houston. Houston. Whitney Houston. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, I don't horrible. remember reading that yeah, in the <laughs> paper. I really I screwed that joke up. But yeah. You get the point. Late breaking news, folks. Beyonce's dead, and 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 she's having a duet with her unborn child. She went too far to the left. But that, oh. but that type of thing. But no, the point of our show is to have conversation like yours. I mean, our show is so much closer. When we first met, I think, were we doing, were we still doing terrestrial radio or no? Well, it was packaged and, and put out later. Oh, okay. So we, you never did our show when we were on, you know, like radio. On real radio. On, on real, no. Yeah, on real radio. But our show, the Humble and Fred show in the last four years is more like the Drew Marshall show uh, if we were successful. Stop it. Like you. Stop it. Why am I here? I thought there was some kind of forum. I thought I was here to participate. Listen, every time I thought you, there was other Jews. Every time you're having you're on my show, uh I mean I'm on your show, you ask me about my show. Every time I'm on your show, you ask me about my show, and I want to ask you about your show while you're on my show. Do you mind if I do that? I just got tired. <laughs> uh no, of course. Uh ask me anything you want. I just want to make sure that I'm here serving. Uh, uh, you, yeah. Whatever purpose you have for me. How was your Christmas party that I didn't get invited to this year? Uh, we haven't. We didn't do it. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're doing it on Wednesday, and you're of course invited to drop in and give the gift. Timmy's coming. Can't make it. Well, super. What time should I show up, bro? <laughs> one of your favorite fans says you show to up say whenever hello. you want. Who's that? Sal Nasitra. Sal Nasitra. Yep. Sal's brilliant. Sal put together. A, he puts together a, a thing every month of all the. S- Things that the funniest things he's that he's heard in our show, sayings that that come out of our mouths and meow meow. And that's one of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's ga- he's the. I'll one tell you by the way if you want, gave me that. Yeah, if you want that story, no, I'll, I'll tell you after. Okay, because it's brilliant. I'm all nervous today. Yeah. <laughs> Once bitten, twice shy. Is that the problem? Right Listen, now? I've been told to dial it in, so I'm doing it. I think it's the, I think the phrase you're searching for is dial it back. Dial it in is dial real. In, I think yeah, you're saying reel it thing. in, dial it back. I mixed it up. Yeah, I yeah. mixed metaphors. Oh, someone told me to dial it up. <laughs> what? Drew, I don't think you understood. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite mixing up of things is, and I've done this twice. This exact same thing. It's like I'm having a stroke. I go to say goodbye to somebody, and I go. It's a combination of goodbye, see you later, thanks a lot, see you again, all that. And I end up going, thanks a lot. <laughs> it's just horrible. What is that? Uh, 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 Strokey. <laughs> what? Oh, do you? Uh, what are you doing? Pay attention. Well, no, I'm just. I hear Alex uh, on the phone over there. Right. She's we ordering a pizza. How bored! <laughs> yeah, I love the fact is we're we're over here thinking we're riveting, and she's over there going, "Please get me out of here." I feel like it's like the Stockholm syndrome. Please, um, they won't notice if I just pretend I'm talking. She's on ordering the phone. a taxi to get yeah. out of here. Hello, Uber. Do you take phone calls? What? How? Uh, do you think there are more Jews in the comedy business than than uh, real people? <laughs> Than real people, than real humans. Listen, listen, you. Why? Why? Ins- the, why kind the, of, that was like. Uh, is, you think there are more blah 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 insult you? <laughs> 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 why? Why? The, why the Jews got to be so funny? 
Why? Why is that? Where, where Why is this you got come? to be so funny? Why is this a reality? Uh, it's true, right? Uh, it's well, true. I, I think it was true at some point. You know, you here's the you, listen. Here's why you're funny. People, if you're being persecuted for thousands of years, either you're funny or you're you know you're sad. Right. Uh, so I think uh, so. It's like big people. I'm not sure what that means. Obesely morbid. I mean, over morbidly obesely morbid. Obesely yeah. morbid. Thanks to God. Thanks to Mickey. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> to Chakya. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Drew's the side of Drew's face just got a little yeah. droopy. Thanks <laughs> to Licky. It's like obesely morbid obesely. Jeez, man. Hold it together. Dial it back. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> so what, what is this ridiculous line of questioning? I would like to know. This is absurd. I would like to know who you think is the funniest Jewish comedian. The funniest comedian who's a Jew. Because when you say Jewish comedian, it's like Christian music. Eh. Who do I think? Oh, uh, what? Right now right or now. of all time? Right now. Uh, I like Andy Kindler. He's right. very funny. I like, you know, Seinfeld's probably the best stand-up comedian, pure stand-up comedian that's a Jew of all time. Right. I mean, it's certainly he would be in the top five. Richard Pryor, George Carlin, Jerry Seinfeld. Um, Chris Rock would be up there. Uh, Can I ask you a question about black Jews? Eddie Murphy is prime. Eddie Murphy would be up there. I want to ask you about black Jews. Do they do they sign up later? Because they weren't born into it. Were they? Or like, were you born? I don't know the history of. Because my my Jewish. Hang on a second. Let me consult my pocket Torah. I would like to know how that. Happens. How would he think I'd know that? I would want to know. You're Jewish. Maybe Andy Kindler would know. Andy, do you know where the black Jews originally came from? They came from... Uh, Isn't that weird? Uh, I guess I should have prepared material. Um, <laughs> I didn't. Why should you? Isn't that weird? I didn't, hey, Andy, I didn't even know you were going to be on the show. I pulled your name out of the air as one of my favorite Hebrew storytellers. Oh, I thought that was arranged. No. No. I figure anytime my name comes up, it's, it's arranged? a arranged uh, trick. Yeah, that's speaking, speaking, I, came, I, I was trying to get a hold of Andy for a while there, like a month and a half ago, and I just finally gave up because oh, he's too precious. Stop it. He's, no, he was. Uh, he's, he's on, I, he was on your show. I saw a picture of you. Yeah, he was in like your Years studio. ago. Years ago. Okay. Now he doesn't. Now it's like, don't call me. <laughs> this is, I, he actually gave me his number. I called. He goes, don't call back. No, that's was, the answering I, machine. No, the funny thing is he said to me, how'd you get this number? I said, you gave it to me. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's actually a prank show I've sold yeah. uh, where I give people out my number, and then it's actually Ashton Kutcher's number. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> also a very funny Jew. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Andy Kindler on the phone with us. Uh, Andy, why do I like you so much? Is it because you're not threatening to me? Is that, a, is that it? Well, I think I'm not. Well, because you've seen me in person, so you've seen that I'm diminutive. Yeah. And uh, yeah. you've seen me yell and scream. Oh, dude. Last time, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> last time he was on the show, it was him and Tarek Fatah, oh, and yeah. they went at each other's throats. It was like, you know it was like the Middle East all over again. So you know what's amazing about that was that we we uh, introed the segment where you said something about Jeff Dunham, and I thought it was a joke. But then when you go to that, well, that guy's blocked me, thank God. But when you go to his uh, uh, Twitter or whatever he has, he has a Jeff Dunham clip up there uh, as a way of describing, uh, like, race problems or... Who, who Tarek does? Just, yeah. yeah, he's got Ahmed the dead terrorist. Right. Right. Whatever racist, uh, bigoted bit that Jeff Dunham is. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I'm so uh, insecure and self-absorbed that I didn't hear anything you said after Drew said, Why do I like you so much? Oh, stop he it. Said, said to me, <laughs> never. No, I've never said that said, to you. No, said to me, not once. Not and, and I'm going to be having beers with him after. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's bad. That's a Canadian yeah. Jew. We, we drink beer. We do things. Yeah. Andy, he's not like a New York Jew. Yeah, he's getting all. Uh, I've, not, I've not heard you this Jewy before. You've turned it up since Andy. Well, I gotta, come on I'm the phone. doing a little, uh, Andy little bit, Kindler, a little Jew with Andy. A little, little bit. Time for Jews and Andy. Andy, <laughs> time, <laughs> Andy, um, what is going on with you spiritually these days? Well, I uh, mean, it's almost like I have to hide in the room to mention that I'm spiritual. You don't want others to hear you say that you're spiritual. <laughs> I, be, you know, I believe something is going on. And uh, I guess my whole problem is that the idea that uh, I, I think that the sad, and not to be uh, completely unfunny, but I think the sad thing these days is the, uh, the baby with the bathwater thing where people, you know, I grew up in the 60s and we took mushrooms and we, had, you know, we went out, we had, uh, we thought we were communing with God, but we, you know, we were able to get into some kind of altered state. And I just can't believe that people... Uh, so that's what I call God, is whatever that other side of your mind is, where you kind of, like, uh, connect with things. Right. And the fact that these uh, 
faux, you know, these scientists, you know, they think they're scientists, although atheism, there's no science involved. It's like your, your hunch is as good as my hunch. You know, who knows what happens afterwards. But I think a lot of people are closed off to that side of their life, you know. Yeah. They don't meditate. They don't do anything that st- stops them from thinking. And the only way you can connect with anything else is to stop thinking and let something come in. Okay, but immediately, Howard, when you're hearing that, because, look, you guys have both come from the uh, the Jewish background stuff, and Howard, you've gone one direction, you sort of, speaking one direction, I, when you were driving, we were in the car together, you had that cranked. Great band. Mm-hmm. I, I got their CD afterwards. Uh, you, that was that's just... That's my career, but that's the name of my career. <laughs> that's right. It's, uh, but you've... I've my career described it in no direction. You have gone, you're, are you an atheist, Howard? Um, I don't know. I listen to listening to Andy speak, and I've, I've been, you know, one of the things I see a lot of Andy Kindler uh, tweets, and uh, we follow each, some, each other on Facebook. Or I actually follow him, and I and I think that Andy's got a great point about people are a little bit nervous sometimes. They they want to hide the fact that, or they feel they need to hide the fact that whether they're following a, a traditional religion or, or path that it seems like it's not cool to say. You know, I think I think there might be something else right. out there, and maybe I don't feel like identifying it as a. You know, in the God. traditional Judeo-Christian, whatever. But, yeah. you know, what you said, I want to say uh, something about uh, meditation. It's funny because last year, uh, a buddy of mine gave me this. Um, this it's, a, it's a little, um, these headphones you use basically to help you meditate. And I will say one thing about it. Uh, I've sort of been practicing it a little bit. It really does shut your, your mind down. And that's not a bad thing, even if it's only for a couple minutes a day. But doesn't it sound like you're a naive putz? See what I did there? Uh, <laughs> doesn't, it, doesn't it sound like this you're... This is like Jew term bingo. <laughs> <laughs> I've got putz! <laughs> Under the P. Schmuck's my favorite. Yes, oh, it yeah. is. Schlong! Uh, Hang on a second. Three across. <laughs> What's a Schwartz? Um, same. Oh, they're all the same. Schmuck. Okay. 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 Or Schmendrick is also. All right, you guys. You and your terms and your holidays. Yeah. Why, if you got, why do you got to shut the brain down in order to be in order to be spiritual? Because then you sound like a, 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 a you sound like a like a putz or schmuck. You sound like a loser. You got to shut your brain down in order to get spiritual, Andy. I'll give you a practical. I'll give you a practical example of what I'm talking about. It's not so much shutting your brain down. It's like you know, a lot of people go when I see people in art museums and the classic. Someone looks at a painting for two seconds. They go, I could do that. My kid could do that. I know somebody down the block that did that. What's this? They call this art. So right away, you're bringing all these preconceived ideas to a painting. And it's the same thing with music or anything. You have to let things in. It's not so much you're quieting your mind. It's like sh- you're shutting that voice up that thinks you can figure out everything. And my whole thing is, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not, you know, we know the world isn't 6,000 years old. We're not talking about fundamentalists. But besides fundamentalists, I'm kind of amazed. You know, the people I was influenced by, like the beat, beat poets or the people in the 50s, they had no problem talking about Eastern religions, and no one called them stupid for doing it. Hmm. No, like, and I, I was going to say, when, you know, you talk about taking mushrooms or people were having uh, out-of-body, out-of-mind experiences, and were open, you know, the whole, you know, late 60s, early 70s movement of people being open to other cultures, the Beatles experimenting with Eastern cultures and all that. But for, for me, it's not about, op- why do you have to shut your mind down? I think that... There's an element of prayer that would be akin to meditation, that would be akin to yes. looking, to having a, a, a moment while looking at a great art or hearing a great tune or, or something that takes you out of yourself. There's a great uh, song by I Like Steely Dan. Uh, it's called Time Out of Mind. But the whole thing's about spending time away from those nagging thoughts. Like, you know, I began the show by saying, why, why do I drive by the guy who's got the Christmas decorations going, really, st- stop trying so hard. Mm-hmm. Why can't I just enjoy it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why am I so negative? <laughs> That's the other part of the brain, which is judgmental. But I think maybe even saying shutting down your mind isn't really what I'm saying. It's like shutting down that voice. Right. It's like, to me, it's like, I've had experiences in my life that seemed like some kind of spiritual, this is coming together and that was meant to happen. But I'm not... To me, it's like follow the money. If you're like a medium on TV, or you're claiming you can talk to the dead, or you're, you're making some kind of cash from some kind of uh, spiritual uh, statement that you're talk making. Talk show. But I'm talking about, uh, and the other thing is, of course, the, the dovetailing in with the absolute uh, bigotry of these people. Like, you know, who would have known that there would be a movement with Sam Harris and all these horrible, horrible people who are just feel like I, I tweeted the other day. You know, they're always talking about like Bill Maher's. Always talking about he's a feminist. He's a feminist, but he doesn't care that 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 women are being uh, attacked just for wearing a, you know a hijab or walking down the street with. It's like it's not. What's the point of that whole? What is the point 
of calling everybody stupid because they're a member of a, a church. Let me well, ask you. Well, a, what's the end game? Let me ask you a question. See, the thing I think that's turned people off the last five to ten or whatever years uh, to being maybe a bit more open about whatever it is you believe in is because because the conservative arm of the uh, you know the political American thing because you can't run for president without having some kind of God that you believe in right. and you've had one Catholic president in the history of your yes. country it's, and he wasn't so good at he it wasn't either. so great yeah. but th- I think that's what's turned a lot of people off well, you guys are putting down JFK yeah <laughs> and look what happened nuclear... <laughs> too soon is that too soon Andy sorry pal nobody prevented a nuclear war with, no, my, with, uh... but the point is it's like you can't you can't it, w- there's not there's not a can Candidate that that has that can be uh, in the running that can't that has to profess a, a religion. Yeah. So you'll never have an atheist president. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, well, we will. One day we will. But it's like when they ask people, these polls are unbelievable. They ask people questions. You know, it's like people are like when you ask, like even when they call up people and they go, "Do you believe in evolution?" It's like most people can't even pay their rent. They don't. You know, it's like hold, hold on. They, you have they, people they call you up and ask you things. if you believe in evolution. No, but that's when they, when these people who are like uh, new atheists, when they get very angry, yeah. they say, people, they, we took these, you know, 80% of Americans still think Saddam, or at one point thought Saddam Hussein was by nine, uh, behind 9-11. So w- should we, maybe being white is the problem. Well, maybe, and, uh, you know, listen, there's that great uh, speech, you know, the Aaron Sorkin newsroom speech. He said Americans only lead in three categories, most incarcerated individuals by population for, per capita, a high spending on um, defense and the, the largest number of people that believe in angels. Really? That's yes. True. That's true, but uh, I don't think people really do believe in, in angels. But it was about this, the fact that the neocons are right in league with these new atheists. The, bo- the bottom, the end game is that they want to somehow continue to go to war and kill more Muslims in wars. So it's like, isn't that uh, uh, ironic, whatever the word would be, when you have like neocons and these people who, are, who would normally be fighting against the Christian right wing? They're on the same side now. They, the same side. These people say the same thing. Of, you know, Obama won't say radical Islam. You hear the, 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 uh, the people who are, quote, trying to reform uh, Islam, you know, like the people who aren't no longer, like, like Tariq, whatever his name is. He, that's what he wants. You have to be able to say radical. So it's like, what, ha- what happened that those, that those two got together for evil? Andy, um, what's going on in your career right now? <laughs> and he's like, I thought we were going to have a serious discussion. And the whole thing. Yeah. What I do now is I, I, I book myself into a club. And I tell them I'm going to do comedy, and then I just lecture them about being more open uh, spiritual. Using puppets and uh, whiteboards, sort of Dimitri Martin meets uh, Martin Luther King. I don't know. Dimitri Martin I Luther King. My, I thought you were on my side. I am on your side. I don't even know what side I'm on. I'm on the side of uh, this studio is hot, man. Have it you ever been so in hot. here? Listen, today, Andy, it's like, uh, I don't know what's going on you here. You guys are just sensitive to the heat. What? Oh, really? Oh, wow. Oh, Did you hear that? <laughs> So listen, it's always an Auschwitz. Stop in here. it! It's not what I meant at all. You know it. Hey, Huckabee has been to. Isn't it odd that he's been to like a concentration camp six times? I mean, what's going on? What is he doing? <laughs> what is he doing over there? <laughs> That's right. So people have odd hobbies. Hey, you know my other thing is yeah. is that I'm uh, anti Godwin now. I think everybody should be compared to Hitler because that Godwin's law was an argument. An argument just. If I can call Trump Hitler seven or eight times a day, yeah, I feel yeah. like I've done my job. Listen, uh, the reason, the real reason I asked both of you on the show today is uh, uh, because we're we're actually going to play a little game show here with the two of you, okay. if you don't mind. Sure. So, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Drew Marshall Show, and uh, it's time for Who's the True Jew? Or to Jew for Drew. Is this Jew pretty? Jew <laughs> 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 pretty. <laughs> Joining us as uh, contestants today, Andy Kindler. You might remember him from the Late Show with David Letterman, Every Love, Every Love One's Raymond, whatever, Just for Laughs, and uh, humble Howard Glassman from uh, Humble and Fred Radio Show and many other things, including something with a sock. And uh, also, as our special judge today on the phone with us is Rabbi Stephen Wise. He's the rabbi at a uh, local uh, temple here in Oakville. Rabbi Wise, are you on the phone? I'm on the phone. Thanks for uh, having me on the show. Well, thank you for joining us, Rabbi. What a great name! May I just for a say rabbi. this is as close to a minion as this show has ever had, <laughs> <laughs> including there. listeners, Ra- including listeners. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> rabbi Wise. Uh, that's, let's just start with the name. Come on, you got that's your stage name, right? 
No, I, I was born into it. You know, they gave me, a, you know, Stephen Wise, and uh, my father said you should be a rabbi one day. So there I, there's a long history of uh, Jewish names. Uh, the Wise Men started with them. Yeah, they had a little. Wise they had a, they had a haberdashery in Bethlehem. <laughs> Come on down, the three wise men this weekend. <laughs> um, and then, of course, you came to Canada, shortened it to Wise. Well done. Um, yeah, apparently my name was Wise Kraut or something at the border, and they ooh, shortened it. Ooh, that's not good. That's combining two no. different uh, societies there. Um, right. What's the name of your temple again? I can never pronounce it, Rabbi. No problem. It's called Sharei Bethel right here in Oakville. Sharei Bethel. Ever been there, Howard? I can't say that I have, uh, <laughs> Rabbi. I'm a, I'm a Jew from Moose Jaw. We, uh, you are lapsed. You I'm are super lapsed. lapsed. Um, so, uh, unbeknownst to uh, Humble and to uh, to Andy, we're going to play this little game, Who's the True Jew, or Two Jew for Drew. I, we haven't decided what to call it yet. We're just going to call them both names because it takes longer, and we'll be done with our show soon enough. Um, Rabbi is going to ask you uh, a question. Both of you, the same question. We're going to find out who has the best answer. Tim the Tool Tony will keep... Tony Curtis. Tony Curtis. Tony... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Michael Landon. <laughs> we can play the game of... It's the old, who, who was the Jew that you didn't know? Michael Landon. All right. First question from Rabbi Wise for our two celebrity uh, contestants, uh, Humble and uh, Andy. Go for it, Rabbi Wise. First question. All right. We're starting with an easy one. Okay. How many days do we celebrate Hanukkah? Go. Eight days. Although most people only light the candles uh, for the first three or four, then they forget. <laughs> That's a true. That's a true story. <laughs> and, made a buzzer sound. Andy, I, I yeah. wasn't told Andy, anything about that. Andy, do you need? Do you agree with that? Uh, it's actually eight days and eight crazy nights. I'm not going to the movie. That's all I know. <laughs> all right, and the correct answer is Rabbi. Eight days. You're both correct. All right, now listen. Last year, I looked it up, and and uh, this year it ends. Uh, I thought it was longer last year. Uh, there it's was always different... the same. Too. It, it, oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, um, it it any point, seems longer. Andy, it seems longer. Yeah. Uh, if at any point you know one of us is asked to do the half tour, you're going to have to help me. Who is that? Annoy him of a rock. You do half, and I'll do half tour. <laughs> All right. Hey, you know, I don't remember much about my bar mitzvah, but I do remember that I killed. That's right. <laughs> that was the first time on stage for me, I asked the synagogue, how many people from out of town? Bubby Zeta. <laughs> <laughs> how many people here for the first time? <laughs> <laughs> Any birthdays, celebrations? <laughs> All right. Question number two from Rabbi Wise. And by the way, yes, uh, uh, both of you can in. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're going to get progressively harder, but this is a, just slightly harder, and that is, uh, why do we light the candles of Hanukkah? Andy? Because uh, when the temple, uh, didn't, it, didn't it get extinguished when the temple was uh, destroyed? May I, may I, may I, may oh, I, brother. let me articulate this way. They thought they only had enough uh, oil left in the candle to last one night, but the miracle was it lasted eight nights. And Rabbi Wise? That is correct. Which one? You guys had different answers. The second guy. Oh, it's the second guy. guy. <laughs> Listen to you, Rabbi. I don't know the second Jew. They all sound the same to me. You anti-Semitic rabbi. The second guy. That's Jew. The secular uh, Jew wins again. The secular That's Jew right. wins again. Five out of nickel. Um, all right. Question number three. Okay. Question number three. Uh, why don't Jews drive on the Sabbath? Ah. Andy. Because Orthodox Jews have to have uh, Shabbos goys because they're not allowed to use any kind of electricity or anything with a car engine or anything that turns on and off. Do you you want to add more to the answer again, Howard? Uh, I mean, there, I, I, I think that's, I mean, that is correct. I think, isn't it, because they're not supposed to, Orthodox Jews, or Jews in, to observe the Sabbath from, you know, sundown Friday to sun down Saturday, they're just not supposed to do anything, really, <laughs> which is really the only part of Judaism that I observe. I just sit there. Right. Just do nothing on Saturday. Right, right. right. And uh, <laughs> Rabbi Wise, who had the better answer? Howard, Jew? Howard, who sounds like he's in studio, or Andy, who's on the phone? Well, uh, you know, the answer that, yes, we don't, Orthodox Jews don't do much on Shabbat is correct, but it stems from the Bible that says you're not supposed to light a fire. And when you start uh, a car, you're like sparking. Uh, you're, you're causing an ignition oh, spark. So no blue key. angels as well. They're out. Yes. <laughs> that's what it says in the Old Testament. <laughs> Drew. <Yeah. laughs> All right. Uh, now, now, you, Andy, you used some kind of uh, words there that I didn't understand when you're in your explanation. What was a the sh- Shabbos, Shabbos Goy. Goy. It's somebody that you, uh, 
is a, a non-Jewish person who on the Sabbath can uh, do things that you're not allowed to oh, do. Oh, so he like, could start uh, the car like a well, chauffeur. No, and a I, chauffeur. Say, I was going to say, in the case of most Jews in, in Thornhill, it's like a Filipino. or <laughs> <laughs> It's somebody in your employ. You say, hey, uh, Filipino girl, come over here oh, and yeah, start the it, car. Got it, got it. All right. All right, All right. Rabbi White. Oh, yeah. You can't actually ask him to start the car. That would So what you have to say is, oh. you know, it sure would be nice if this car yeah. was going wow. aggressive, you know what? This is why this is, in it. That would be nice. This is why know? God never answers my prayers because I never word it the right way. That's right. There's always exactly. a hook, a catch. Hey, uh, God, it would be great if I could have more success. I don't know <laughs> what would be so wrong. <laughs> right, okay. All right. Question number three, Rabbi Wise. Okay. Why Four. do Jews grow their payas, the the hair at the sides by their ears? Eh. Yes. Uh, because uh, as a tribute to Bob Marley. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how about I haven't got a clue? I have uh, no idea. Right. Andy? Andy? Uh, it feeds into the Jewish stereotype. Why should I pay somebody to cut my hair <laughs> right. when I can right. just let it go on the side? <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, okay, can I buzz in? Yeah. Because it says in the Old Testament there's a, there's a verse that says, don't be cutting the hair on the sides of your head. That okay. is absolutely correct. Hey! Jesus guy got a point! Is that what it says, Rabbi? Yes! It's, it's right. no, that's not the exact uh, track. Well, close enough. Why do, we, why do the Jews uh, grow that? No, it's true. It just says don't cut the sides uh, above the ear. You're just supposed to let it grow there. Really? So, uh, people, still, grow. people still, uh, still, still doing that. It's hilarious. So, that's let great. It grow. Hey, right. hey Jews, we've updated some things for in the last 6,000 <laughs> years. It. Pick it up. Um, what are we at? Number five? Now? Six. Number five is next. Five, five is, is next. next. All right, here we go. Rabbi Wise. Okay, this one, uh, there's a lot of range of answers here, but why the Jews hated first, the first centuries? I know why. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, hold on, hold on, no. You see, Andy oh. said, I know why, but that's not an ant. Eh. And the first ant eh was Howard. Howard? Uh, I'll, uh, in the form of a question, <laughs> uh, who is, you killed Jesus? <laughs> what is, no. you killed Christ? That's incorrect, I said. Why is Mel what Gibson? What, what is the answer? Go. Uh, the answer is, is that uh, uh, in certain religions, you weren't allowed to lend money. And so Jews had to be uh, involved in lending money, and then people got angry at them for charging interest. Oh, is that what Rabbi Wise? I would have taken, uh, they hate us because we eat weird food, uh, our, our dress is strange, uh, we killed Jesus, we, uh, we're taking over the world, we have all the money, we control the media. I would have taken any of those. Okay. Right. I think you just talked about the whole hip-hop culture right there. That was yeah. You summarized it nicely. <laughs> Um, but that moneylender thing, I want to ask Andy, or Rabbi, like that moneylender thing, that was just, like you said, an element of uh, why they disliked us so. Do you, do you, yeah, there was an element. I mean, yeah, we, we were able to, so, you know, there wasn't many positions uh, <clears throat> open to Jews, so they were lending out money. So, so a half point for Andy, then, a half yeah, point. Yeah, we'll give him a half. All yeah. right, I give him a half. Or, I, I would like a half point, too. No, you get nothing. I, he said, well, I, I go like right. I said, because people uh, thought, Rabbi... Well, did I they, not? Yeah, they both get points. Oh, this right. is Drew and Jesus oh. and Mel Gibson. That's good. Uh, right. I like Ridiculous. Way, I like the way Drew implies that there must have been some reason why we weren't liked. <laughs> <laughs> ah. All right. Uh, hey, I have a question. Why uh, are the Druze uh, hated through stop, history? Uh, stop. Question number, what do we have, Tim? Six. Six. Uh, this has got to be done quick. All right. What? Uh, okay. Go, 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 Rabbi. Should all Jews move to Israel? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Andy? What kind of question is that? Only if you're a Zionist, which I think is just a small percentage of Jews, so I say no. Um, I th are you asking in a, in, a, in a biblical sense? Yes. Well, I think all the, the whole, the, isn't that the whole point that Jews uh, gather in a homeland? Uh, that the, I guess the idea was for all of us to end up there, uh, there or in uh, Boca Raton. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that's cheap, Andy. I'm sorry, I'm better than that. Lauderdale. I would have gone with Fort. Lauderdale. Yeah, I know. I was going. I was sure, wasn't sure. I said Hallandale. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Rabbi. Yeah, he's right. He's right. There, there is a commandment to live in Israel. Uh, there you go. Wow. Well, so you hold on. You, you, it's not good enough too. just to visit. Why can't you visit more often? Well, <laughs> if, why can't you visit more often? If you, you know, if if you go and you live there for a little bit, that's nice. That's got to count you. All right. Question okay. number. I'll, I'll sit in the dark. Question number seven. Tim, are yes. we finally question at seven? seven? All right. Go, go, Rabbi. Right. Go, Rabbi. Go, Rabbi. Go, go Rabbi. Go. go. <laughs> um, how many Yiddish words do we have? I don't know if I can say this on the radio, but for the for the for the male member. 
Well, I think oh, eh. I'm going to say 18 because that's a symbol for life. It's a high. There's got to be at least 18. <laughs> and points for saying high. Hi. All right. I'm uh, going to say eight. Eight. All right, Rabbi? Well, uh, I think we'll go whoever's closer. The, the answer is six. So oh, Andy Kindler. Give Andy Kindler that one. Six. Um, you hold on. You have six. What a Yiddish word. Is that what we say? Not Yiddish. Well, we've done three or four of them. Okay. Look, right. you want to go recite them, or uh, are we getting in trouble with the CRTC for this? Well, let's not do it. Okay. All right. Uh, question number eight. Okay. Uh, There's only two. What are the five books of the Torah? Five books of the Torah. Ah, uh, you got to beat. No, uh, Andy. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Boom. Oh! Wow. wow. What about Yellow Pages? He Are they in there? <laughs> Hold you were pretty good in Sunday school, eh, there, Andy? Saturday school. <laughs> well, oh, we did everything by rhymes. Olive, base, gimbal, dollar. We got the team that's really solid. <laughs> that's really funny. What? Is this the last question? All right, question number, what are we at, Tim? Now? I think this is nine. Because we have a tie right now. Is there a tie? Yeah, okay. there's a tie. Are you kidding me? Four, no. four. Four, wow. four. All right, who is the true Jew? Two points left. Question number eight. Rabbi Wise, nine. go. Okay. Number nine. What Frick. is what is inside a mezuzah? And eh, I got it. Howard. It's a uh, uh, Bible. It's a Torah passage uh, that says uh, um, it gives you the MLS listing for the house. <laughs> <laughs> Andy. Andy. That should be the that should be the winner. Oh, I didn't know there was anything. I thought it was a ch- chocolate. No, it isn't. <laughs> it's a chocolate. It's an ovation. It's a... <laughs> after eight. After eight. That's what I was trying to think about. Uh, Rabbi, I'm right, aren't I? You are absolutely right. Yeah, of course. Exactly done. Not of course, but yeah. Oh, so I, that, of, is course. That of course. Of course. Listen, I didn't say, I, just because I'm a lab student doesn't mean I didn't pay attention. <laughs> All right. It's Howard's suspicious, up by one. Suspiciously Jewish. How, yes. That's right. Howard's up by one. This is the final question. Uh, it'll either be tie game or uh, Howard wins. Here we go. Rabbi Wise. All right. And the last question. How did God create the world in six days? How did he? Uh, All right, Andy. Uh, he had uh, he had help from Angie's list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how did he create the world in six days? I haven't got a lot of Mexicans. Yeah, no. There were no Mexicans at the time. All right. First, we'll invent some Mexicans. <laughs> Um, uh, hold on, you both suck at this? Well, this one, I don't even know the answer. I know, I don't know the All answer. All right, Rabbi Wise? Well, I, I guess it was maybe a tough question. I mean, that's just what we believe. God created the world in six days. That's yeah, a that's a trick question. Uh, a trick question? It's a, a horrible a question. Horrible. What kind of rabbi are you? Good questions with no answers. All right, do you have one more just out of the back of your... Robe? Well, yeah, I guess number 11 was going to be, uh, what's the difference between a schmuck and a putz? Right. Can we... Uh, yes, Andy? Are you talking about the one who gets the soup uh, spilled on them, and then the other guy is the one who spills the soup? Yes, and that's the answer. Wait, hold on. That's what a do you mean, yes? Oh, that's How do you the know? I know exactly what it is, because I had uh, lunch with, at Nate, Nate and Al's. Is that what it's called? What's it called down there in... Uh, Nate and Nate and Al's. I had lunch right. with, uh, with Stephen Tobolowsky there. And, uh, that's Rabbi, what what's the answer? Oh, come on. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, the, uh, yeah, the, 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 the schmuck is the, the one with the soup. The, the, you got it right. Okay. <laughs> well, we tied. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Super. Rabbi, listen, are you still playing any hockey? I am indeed. Thanks for asking. Yeah, my, my team, Smell the Glove, is uh, currently uh, <laughs> glove. Uh, holding down the cellar in our house league. That's some spinal tap. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Very good. The well, score go. That's why we went to eleven with the questions. Yeah, well done. <laughs> um, and what's uh, what's on the uh, on the agenda for today? Wait a minute, aren't you breaking the rules by coming on the show today? You didn't well, start a you know, card again. I, uh, I didn't. I didn't pick up the phone. I said, "Wouldn't it be nice if the phone rang?" <laughs> <laughs> wow! It's a rotary phone. You're saying the real, the, the real Orthodox Jews are mentalists. <laughs> um, did you so, ha- did you did you talk this morning? And do you have to talk tonight? Like, how many services do you do in a in a Sunday on a Saturday? Um, we we had Shabbat uh, morning services this morning, and yeah. uh, was I spoke about uh, Star Wars: The Force and Judaism. Oh, timely, right. And so I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. Would have been a good reference, right? 
Hey, yes. Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Thank you very yeah. much. Spaceballs. Mel uh, Brooks, another funny Jew. Yep. I'll take funny joke. Jews for 200 Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Andy, what was that? My cl- I have a closing joke, and my joke is... Uh, which is an actually true story. I once played an Orthodox Jewish wedding where the men were separated from the woman, but they both came together to not enjoy what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. That's Rabbi, tell us, funny. tell everyone just a little bit more about uh, about your your place there. And hold on, I got to get the uh, uh, Shari Shari Beth L. Shari Beth L. You're getting there. Um, yeah, we just celebrated our 60th anniversary here in Oakville. 60 years of Jewish life in Halton. Pretty amazing. That's pretty good. And do you think that because, like, is there any correlation between rich people living in uh, Oakville and uh, and your place? You, you would think so, but actually, uh, I, the, the, the synagogue was started by a few guys in the 50s who wanted to meet together to play some poker, and their <laughs> kids should learn some Aleph Bet, and... Uh, after a few years, they built a building, and we've been going strong ever since. Yes, it's the Drew Marshall Show, exploring Hebrew stereotypes <laughs> for 60 years in the Halton region. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Is it true Jews are rich and live here? Is that why? Uh, that's, that's Is that why the property values are so good, Rabbi? That's what I'm saying. Yes, it's exactly uh, what I'm saying. Stephen, uh, you and I uh, did a little television show with Bruxy Cavey, who uh, Humble uh, knows, uh, a couple of, year, couple of years ago. Uh, do you remember being on that television show, and what were your memories of me? I, <laughs> I do remember being on the show. I, um, to be honest, I remember Bruxy more. He, oh, uh... <laughs> oh, now you've done it. Now you've done it. Yeah. Nice. That's Rabbi Stephen Wise, folks. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. He's going to wrap you up, All the be- Any more holidays for you guys this year? There's still a couple of weeks left. You've got to have a few more, right? You know what? We're done. Okay. We, uh, we did a little early this year so people can relax, have a nice uh, secular new year, and uh, start the And fill up the movie theaters on right Christmas? Right? Isn't that what yeah. it, is that what you guys do? Well, I mean, I'm a little different. My kids, I mean, we sell when I was when I was married, my ex-wife was, you know, Jewish and she we celebrated Hanukkah and Christmas, and this is a joke, it's true, but it's it came from my my daughter one year because Hanukkah and Christmas were getting close and she looked around there we had trees up and stockings and Santa Claus and she said, "Daddy, we need to Jew this place up." And so we did. I sold the tree for twice what I bought it for. <laughs> Thank you. Hey. Thank you very much. Hey. <laughs> Stephen Wise, you are a good sport, and I don't know if I'd reach out to many others, but you've been our fantastic rabbi today, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. You, you made my kids' day. They think I'm the coolest dad around. You that are the coolest dad. dad. SBE.ca. Check him out. He's got a nice picture on there. Rabbi Stephen Wise. That's <laughs> the website for his temple. Good to chat to you, Rabbi. Thank you very much for playing with us. Thank you. That was a good time. Thanks All right, buddy. So Bye-bye. Do we have time to ask Andy a question? Andy, are you there? Andy? Andy? Yeah, I am. Bueller? So, uh, and this is a serious question. I'm just curious because I do uh, look at a lot of what you write every day, and I and I think it's great. I think it's you know, not only you know I'm a big fan. I think Andy's super funny, but I think he's really smart, and I like some of the stuff that Andy's saying. My question is this: because we talk about it on the on the show all the time about the idea that a lot of people in America don't think it's possible that Donald Trump could could make it to the presidency, and, and I have a I have a theory that he I think he can. What about you? Hmm. Well, I mean, I don't think he will win, but I am also know that, uh, you know, there could be, if he does get the nomination, there's some kind of horrible, you know, Americans seem to be very willing to get scared easily and to buy any kind of claptrap. So, I mean, I think there's a pot, there would be like a very small possibility that some horrible thing happened and people just went collectively nuts. But if you look at the numbers, I think it hardened, you know, I've always, my whole gripe against the GOP is that, you know, starting with uh, uh, taking away the Southern Democrats who were racist and used to be Democrats, all they've done really since I've been alive is uh, use wedge issues to get elected. So Hmm. I think there's a hardened, say, maybe 10% of the American people who really are kind of like racists and bigots and all that kind of, but I don't, I'm hoping it's not a larger number than that when we went, we go to a general election. Well, people were, were kind of freaked out, except Tim the Tool, who's a tree hugger, uh, that uh, Justin got uh, voted in up here because people thought, well, how did we vote in a drama teacher? Who's had yeah. very little well, experience in the political world at all. You know, the example, and I, I, I think both are interesting questions, but I, when everyone says, oh, there's no way that they could elect Trump, and I think, I always use this example. I say, you know, go back, think about, like, you're, it's 1955, and you're watching a movie, and there's a guy making movies with monkeys. And you think, wow, if someone told those people in the 50s when Ronald Reagan was making those movies that one day that guy <laughs> would be the president, right. they'd say, well, that, that's preposterous. 
but you know it's shown to be or bananas. Well, but he, I mean, listen, Donald. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan, obviously, but I. I see that Donald Trump. Forget that he was a. Uh, he's a megalomaniac, a psychotic, whatever. But it's not so preposterous that it could happen. Because yeah, Reagan thing. is nothing. When you compare Reagan, I mean, Reagan's like a right, uh, like a liberal guy compared. No, I mean, but, but Andy, what I'm saying is, I'm if you if you, you said to somebody in 1957 or eight when they were watching. Right. They, they would say, you're out of your mind. How sure. could that guy ever be? We would never elect a guy. How did Rob Ford get in? How did Rob Ford, had, that, had right? it Arnold Schwartz? The guy was the Terminator. He became the governor of California. And if it wasn't for the, uh, uh, you know, you have to be born in the states yeah. rule, he'd have been president. So this is why I think the conservatives up here have now uh, got a hot chick running things. Because the people have... They're, <laughs> no, they're, Who's that exactly? Rona. Uh, Ambrose. Yeah, Rona Ambrose. So is she it, hot? Yeah. Rona pretty. could yes. be a Jew. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Might be a Jew. That's Rhoda. No, Rona's a Jew name. Oh, is it okay? Yeah. Um, so I think people are realizing that, you know, it actually doesn't matter whether they're a politician or they're good at politics or they're good accountants or lawyers. It's uh, it's all optics. It's all optics and, and, and attention-grabbing and media-grabbing, et cetera. Yeah, but that's very cynical, and I don't know that that's completely true. And also, I think, I mean, the image from down here is that Justin Trudeau is not evil, whereas no. Trump is evil. Yeah, no, we got so vacuous versus evil. Well, I mean, I don't, don't, I don't, I don't agree with you. But in in, in terms of, uh, you know, I, I just think it's interesting. Most people, whether they're Americans or Canadians, it's not. This is not a U.S. thing. But I don't think people have a real good grasp of a lot of the the in the minutia of politics. So that okay. guy like. Justin Trudeau or someone like Trump, they can go. Oh, I can kind of. The barrier for entry is pretty low. If you, you know, if you're if you're um, a bit of a racist and a bit of a dummy or whatever, you might go. Oh, this guy's saying things I kind of believe yeah. too. Yeah, that's exactly it. All right. Well, listen, we are at the end of our show, Andy. I I realize your schedule is a bit crazy, and uh, for yeah. you to for you to say uh, yes and come on our show today, just it just made the the whole 2015 year delightful. And we are now officially done for 2015. Oh, uh, well, I love you, and I want to tell you something. Yeah, I'm actually going uh, Christmas shopping because my wife's Christian, and I actually love Christmas uh, too. Yes, yes. And then, uh, but I will hope uh, you get a good deal. I, I, yeah, I got a good deal. <laughs> and uh, and I and how and I must uh, call back Howard because I think I've heard his feelings. Terrible. Not not at all. I don't have any feelings left. Yes. Where you're concerned, <laughs> let alone a so I left on a lawn. I'm going to leave field. you. Listen, I, I'm telling you, I'd, I'd love to have this type of conversation uh, with you on the Humble and Fred show because it's it's fun and we can have some fun with it. Plus, like I said, I read a lot of what you write, and I think there's a lot of uh, good sense in it. Are you saying cut out Drew? Yes. Yeah, that's what I heard. Let's, if we can, let's, if there's any way we can continue this on a, a show with a lot of listeners, oh, we need to cut out the middleman. All right, all right. Let's cut out. And, and, I love you, hey, love you guys, and have a, have a great even Whatever it is that you do up there, yeah. uh, you know, you dance around a mulberry bush. That's right. We love you, Andy. Thanks, buddy. Hey, happy Boxing Day. Thank you, sir. All Thank the you. best. Thank you. A special thanks to people I actually care about. Tim the Tool, Alex the Intern, Michelle Presley, my assistant, and our tenderly loving friend, Humble Howard, here in studio. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, and Happy New Year.